the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Y'all know out, out there, you longtime Andrea K Show listeners, and maybe you do or maybe you don't. Y'all know I love music, right? My One of my least favorite bands, though, is the Beatles. But I was thinking about one song today that I kind of like. DJ Carrot Sticks, you want to sing it with me? Oh, get back. Oh, get back. Get, get back, back to where, where you once belonged. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my is right. And what is wrong with that? Anything wrong with that song? Anything wrong with suggesting to somebody who is at your home for a party who's come in and constantly complaining they've been invited to come over for a little get-together and they're complaining that you they don't like your choice of appetizers or maybe they don't really like barbecue chicken, maybe they wanted the chicken fried, or they proceed to tell you. Have you ever had that kind of house guest, somebody who comes over and proceeds to tell you everything wrong with the way you've decorated your house, with your choice of a menu, with the way you've served it, you're serving it too late. They proceed to try to critique you and tell you what a ridiculously bad attempt you are at being Martha Stewart, right? So what do you what do you do? You tell me, you know what? You don't like what's happening here at my house. You free to leave. Hit the dough, Joe. And that's exactly what Trump did this weekend with the squad. And we're going to talk about that tonight. And I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think that he made a mistake? Because I'm seeing a whole lot of people today, even the faux conservatives, the conservatives in uh, quotes, the never Trumpers, uh, even people like Tim Scott that I respect that are coming out and criticizing Trump today. And uh, do you think he made a mistake? 888-344-1170. My brother Ed Martin is going to be here after the first break. He's going to weigh in on that, as well as a little hot mic moment with Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, we got to talk about that. There's other breaking news today. One involves the crisis that we have at the border. And so we're going to talk about that and Trump's attempt to try to do what only makes sense which is to pretty much implement some common sense asylum reforms at the border and some breaking news out of San Diego today that you Second Amendment lovers are going to want to hear about because so goes California. And the man who's going to keep the show rolling tonight and make sure it all happens and sing along with me to all my favorite tunes. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. They were talking on the news and one of the guys was saying about how fearful uh, you know, all the, the illegal immigrants were. And they said some parts of Los Angeles on the weekends were on Sunday was just empty. The streets were empty. There was no lines anywhere. And I go, uh, that sounds like a selling point <laughs> to, to <laughs> citizens of L.A. Yeah, I could maybe go to the original location of Tommy's Burgers and get me my chili cheese one that I like so much. Um, and then, of course, that, that reminds me of one of my besties who came here, grew up in TJ and came to this country legally who took me to Tommy's, the original Tommy's location for the first time. So what was the big dust up today? Did you care? Sticks? Did you read the tweets over the weekend from John? Or were you too busy doing your thing? This I was weekend? doing my thing. I do not read tweets on the weekends. Do you ever read tweets? You're not a tweeter. I'm not a tweeter. No, don't call him no tweeter now. Carrot sticks don't tweet. Um, so this is what dusted it up today. And I think it's important that we actually reread the actual tweets of what President Trump tweeted out this weekend because I'm not convinced 
given the insanity, even from people like Britt Hume, who I once respected and once was just such a gentleman to me back at Fox one time back in the day, somebody I respect so much as, as a person and as a former um, journalist and opinionator, I, I, I can't imagine that he actually read the tweets today as well as others that I respect, given the criticism. So let's actually read what he said. First tweet, and there were three, and they're not that long. So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen. And we're going to talk about that because something nobody else is pointing out today that I think is why he put the words, the word progressive in quotes. Um, So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly, next tweet, and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how, third tweet, it is done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. So a lot here to talk about that nobody else is picking up on here. Uh, first of all, um, I want to talk about the fact that other people have pointed out there were no names mentioned here. No names mentioned here. So why is it that if he was wrong in anything he said here, then it, why is it that people automatically know who he was talking about? For those who were supporting President Trump and saying that he just was a little inarticulate, the only thing that might have – it's not inarticulate. I think he was really only referencing one, maybe two, not all four of the squad here uh, in, in, in these tweets, um, although he doesn't even say four. He just says to see progressive Democrat women. So why, why is everybody assuming that it's four, that it even includes AOC? It's because they know exactly who the problem is for the Democrat Party. And what is part of the problem with the Democrat Party? Well, that's why Trump put it in in quotes, the word progressive. Because there's nothing progressive about, let's say whether he was talking about Ilhan Omar and should have put Congresswoman or whether he was talking about all four of the squad. Why is it? There's a reason why everybody knew exactly who he was talking about. And there's a reason why he tweeted out these four. And it has to do with that word progressive because he knows exactly what these women are about. He knows exactly that why the Democrat Party is trying to distance themselves from these four women because there's nothing progressive about them at all. There's nothing new. There's nothing interesting or clever. There's nothing helpful. There's no advice here from them on our government that has anything to do that should even be allowed to be discussed in this country because they're not progressive. There's nothing progressive about the Democrat agenda, and particularly these four, if he was talking about those four. Certainly not Ilhan Omar. There's nothing progressive. They, as, as Lindsey Graham went on later to talk about, they are communist, and there's nothing progressive about communism. In fact, communism is so old that there's about 100 million dead bodies lined up behind that. That's how many times it's been implemented and how many people roughly that have been slaughtered in the course of trying to implement it and trying to keep people under the oppressive regimes of communism in this country. So speaking of Brit Hume and others who come out, come out today and, and accuse President Trump of being racist, xenophobic, nativist, whatever the heck that means, sexist. All the different ist words, some of which I've never heard even before in my life. I studied political science at LSU. I never heard nat- nativist, xenophobic stuff. 
This is nonsense. Why is it that they, Rashida Tlaib, if she was one of the four that he was talking about, why is it that that woman was allowed to call in front of people, at, at, in front of her own child, an mf And that's okay, but he's not allowed to accuse these women of hating on our country and bad-mouthing our country or being, or being an immigrant into this country who has been brought here under the good graces the love by the American people, and our, at our expense, by the way, and then you're going to come here and badmouth us? One of President Trump's key things that he talked about when he ran for office in 2016 is, why are we, Paul Ryan, I'm looking at you, why are we funding bringing all these people here from Syria and everywhere, all these men who should be staying and fighting for their own countries? That's what we did in America. We fought for our country. We fought for our freedoms. A lot of blood has been shed in this country by Americans, including not just the the Revolutionary War, but also the Civil War, for freedoms in this country. But no, you're going to flee. You're going to be brought here from some crime-infested, terror-infested country and then complain about us? And for, and for those people who said, and what about, okay, so let's talk about the, this color of their skin. What about the color of their skin makes it okay, makes them above criticism? Because, because they're darker complected than I am or darker complected than Trump? They're not, you can't criticize them? This goes back to Obama. Couldn't even criticize him on, policy, uh, on any, in any policy whatsoever without being accused of being racist. So let's talk about their, their um, female parts. Their lady, oh, it's sexist to talk about them. Aren't you the party that says there's no such thing as gender? So what is it about their, you know, lady parts or genitalia that makes them above being criticized? Is it because one or more immigrants that we're talking about here? So I guess it's okay then if you can criticize somebody. I told some Aussies one time back in the day that were that this group that I knew here that were here on like some tourist visas or whatever and just tearing up PB and just, you know, being obnoxious to women and bars and stuff. I was like, y'all need to go back where you came from. You need to go back because that's not how we roll here in San Diego. Oh, I guess I, I guess that's okay because they're not of color. Oh, no. See, now you can't, even, you can't even tell anybody to go back home because no immigrant is allowed to be criticized in this country, especially those that are coming here illegally. So who's left, who, who's left subject to criticism? I guess that just leaves us not with skin color. I guess that leaves us Christians and conservatives. Because you can't criticize. Ilhan Omar is the woman who, who, who said, oh, some people said some things about 9-11. These are, people, these are people that are pushing and partnering for Sharia. We can't, quite, we, can't, we can't even criticize Sharia in our country without being called a bigot. So who can you criticize in this country? People not of color. See, I can't even say the W word, DJ Characters. The only people that, are, that you are allowed to criticize in this country are Christians, conservatives, white people, and Jews. Because they, all of those, are the most anti-Semitic bigots I've ever seen in my life. And Ilhan Omar is still sitting on the Foreign Affairs Committee. And how did the Democrats respond today? They put some House resolution. They want to censor President Trump. Where was the censorship? Where was the censor of Ilhan Omar? With all of her tweets against Israel. This is a woman who laughed at a professor who showed a visceral physical reaction when he talked about Al-Qaeda. She laughed about it. 
And that's what President Trump was referring to today when he doubled down. Under the pressure of all these phony Never Trumper conservatives, he's like, you're going to come after me? No. This is what he had to say. They're very unhappy. I'm watching them. All they do is complain. So all I'm saying is if they want to leave, they can leave, John. They can leave. I mean, I look at the one. I look at Omar. I don't know. I never met her. I hear the way she talks about Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda has killed many Americans. She said you can hold your chest out. You can, when I think of America, huh? when I think of Al-Qaeda, I can hold my chest out. When she talked about the World Trade Center being knocked down, some people, you remember the famous some people. Uh, these are people that, in my opinion, hate our country. Yep. Now, you can say what you want, but get a list of all of the statements they've made. And all I'm saying that if they're not happy here, they can leave. They can leave. And you know what? I'm, I'm sure that there'll be many people that won't miss them. Yep, I ain't going to miss them. Anybody miss them? I don't know that too many people are going to miss them because uh, uh, polls have come out recently that they the that uh, AOC was recognized by 74% of the voters in a poll, but only 22% favorability. Ilhan Omar, only 9%. What President Trump didn't get a chance to say and remind everybody is Ilhan Omar is the tax cheat who got busted for filing fraudulent tax forms, married her brother in an immigration fraud scheme, lied to a bunch of school kids, 400 school kids with a phony um, uh, poverty story about an African-American grandmother. That's who these people are. We got to take a break. I'm running past. I got to bring in my brother, Ed Martin. I'm going to chill down during the break, and then we're going to come in and bring Ed on to talk about this. And I'm going to ask him a question. Did y'all hear about Pelosi's hot mic moment? Yeah. I'm going to ask brother Ed to, to, to explain that to me when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. A recent article in the New York Times Magazine illustrates for us the quandary of the gender revolution and the breakdown of language. It was a massive essay entitled The Struggles of Rejecting the Gender Binary. The subject of the article wants to be known by the pronouns that are supposedly gender neutral, they and them. So I marked all the confusing personal pronouns that I could discover in this multi-thousand word article. I found at least 171 times where the pronoun simply doesn't make sense. How in the world do you have any kind of language coherence when pronouns become a matter of gender ideology and you have people saying, I am no longer a he or a she, I am a them or a they? 
What we are seeing is a fundamental breakdown of meaning, and that's seen in a breakdown of language. It's a subversion of truth. There can be no coherence on the other side of such a breakdown. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. What's in your water? Is the water your family drinks every day at home clean and safe? Make sure with Dime Water's Aquifer System, the ultimate in-home water treatment. It removes unhealthy chlorine, trace metals, bacteria, and reduces chloramines without using chemicals or salt, offering all the benefits of softened water without the need to flush the system, which wastes dozens of gallons of expensive water. And the Aquifer System requires no electricity, which makes it unique from any other whole home water treatment system. Dime Water also offers offers a variety of reverse osmosis systems for truly pure drinking and cooking water. Call and mention the answer to get $150 off a Dime Water Aquifer system. Call 760-734-5787, 760-734-5787, or visit DimeWaterINC.com. Make sure your family's water is clean, safe, and healthy with the Dime Water Aquifer system, 760-734-5787. Hey, finding any treasure there with that old metal detector, bro? No, Jagnabbit, not even a shiny penny. How about an easier way to save? Easier than combing this hot beach every day? <laughs> Dude, way easier. You can save a ton of money, which is just as good as finding it buried in the sand by using ToyotaCarlsbad.com Express Purchase. Dot, what, what? Seriously, just find the car you want at ToyotaCarlsbad.com, and they'll deliver it to your doorstep or wherever you might be around town. They'll bring treasure to me? <laughs> right, and you won't even have to dust sand off the keys. Sounds like you found something there. Oh, it might be a cell phone. A perfect find for me to check out ToyotaCarlsbad.com Express Purchase. Are you sure that's a cell phone? Looks more like uh... It beeped, you see. There's a phone in there and it's covered with seaweed. I gotta see it. I gotta... Uh, maybe you should just use mine. Okay. Toyota Carlsbad. Right now, get big summer savings on a huge selection of new and used Toyotas. See daily specials online at ToyotaCarlsbad.com. Toyota Carlsbad. Making smiles since 1972. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show I might have spent a lot of time on my day around the swamp but mine was down like in the bayou right like Bayou Liberty the Atchafalaya Basin that's been my swamp I've been dwelling but you know what my brother Ed Martin he's been at like the the worst swamp you think it's bad down in Louisiana with the alligators and the water moccasins it's nothing compared to DC and so Ed Martin joins me now y'all hear him every night here at 9 p.m. On uh, his show, uh, The Ed Martin Movement, and he's here to help me break down, help me understand what is going on in D.C. Hey, Brother Ed, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Andrea. Good to be with you. And I, I will say um, it is amazing to watch the, uh, the spectacle of the Democrat Party right now and between Pelosi and the, the squad, you know, the, yeah. the, uh, the squad of the someone I think it was Tucker Carlson called them the the four horsemen of uh, the four morons of the apocalypse, but it's, it's, it is wild to watch. And I, I have to say, I think today when you look back is the day that Donald Trump solidified a landslide in 2020. I don't know how the Democrats recover from this debacle. It's just amazing to see. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. And that's exactly why I'm glad you're on the show tonight because we've got people that I adore like Tim Scott and Jesse Kelly and other people today yeah. saying, and, and Lindsey Graham saying, telling Trump to turn it down a notch. But then Lindsey Graham yeah. like lit that crowd up on fire, calling them communists that hate Israel and hate our own country and 
calling our border right. patrol concentration camp guards. Um, but those right. questioning this move politically really have me scratching my head because, Ed, isn't this how he won in 2016? By calling out his opponents, calling out the enemy, naming who they are and what they're about. And there was nothing xenophobic, Brit Hume. There was nothing yeah. nativist, whatever the stink that means. There was nothing sexist about it. This you know, has nothing to do with anybody's skin color, anybody's parts that they've got anywhere. Right. This has to do with politics and these anti-American people here trying to destroy our country. Yeah, and look, what you said is the right thing. Donald Trump has been consistent. If you get in the ring with him, if you get up to plate against him, whether you're a white guy, uh, you know, or a white how about white woman, Carly Fiorina, she was destroyed by Trump, right? If you're a Hispanic oh, yeah. guy, Marco Rubio, black guy, uh, Ben uh, Ben Carson, pick one down the line. He's going to come at you hard, and he's never stopped. And I think what Americans love right now, and what they believe, is they have one genuine political figure, one person who doesn't try to hide who he is, isn't ashamed of what he believes and just lays it out there. And then the other side has to run in circles. Remember, last week, AOC is calling Pelosi racist and Pelosi is saying about AOC and her colleagues that they're fringe characters because of what Trump said, which is said, these four women are not very nice and don't are pretty negative and they ought to cut it out. Now, Pelosi has to lie and say these are great women who are important, and and they are, and then AOC has to lie and say Nancy Pelosi's right. I mean, they just get caught in the swamp. And the best example of this is that for the last three or four days, one guy has gotten more grief than even the four morons of the apocalypse, and that is uh, Paul Ryan. Donald Trump has said Paul Ryan is a loser, a lame duck, and all that. In other words. It doesn't matter if you're a white guy. It doesn't matter if you're a Puerto Rican lady. He's going to come at you hard. And again, the American people are so sick of the double talk and the codes and the guessing and reading our minds. They'll take Trump over the swamp. Absolutely. And and Trump also understands that that what the the reason why I – purport that he put the word these progressive and put the word progressive in quotes is because he understands that that these are flat out socialist they want to transform us into their uh, a marxist version i don't care whether oh well it's not really socialism versus marxism andrea it's about a centralized system of government aoc's own chief of staff who's now, I guess, wants to work for Inslee, has come out and admitted that her Green New Deal had nothing at all to do with climate change and was every bit about a takeover of our economy. And Trump, by doing this today, he forced, and he knows the American people don't want socialism. This uh, this uh, uh, internal poll that came out that socialism was viewed favorably by 18% of voters and unfavorably by 69%. He is highlighting who the Democrat Party really are. These four women are not extremists in the party. They're just the only ones that are being honest about it. So the left is the Democrats are trying to get America to think that they're just the fringe when it's really representing the whole party. And Trump is forcing uh, them to unify. The uh, People are saying, well, enforcing the Democrats to unify, that's they're unifying against Trump. And that's a bad thing for us. They're always unified against Trump. I got to move on to, to something that um, not a lot of people are talking about today. And it was a hot mic moment with Nancy Pelosi. So everybody yeah. listen to this. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi caught demanding a fellow lawmaker fire up the crowd by announcing that he's a Muslim. Watch. I'm Congressman Andre Carson. Not only do I represent Indiana's 7th Congressional District very proudly, 
but I happen to be a Muslim and a former police officer. I don't know if you guys heard that. Did you hear Nancy Pelosi saying, tell him you're a Muslim? Tell him you're a Muslim. Now, I would ask you, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to let you answer it for me, Brother Ed. Why would she be telling him to say that? And why does she think that it's a selling point to those voters? Well, and this is a trap, right? And you, you know, your clip you played it, and if your if your um, if your listeners go and you can get that clip, you can kind of hear it better or listen a couple times. You hear she's kind of, and you can see her face. She's saying, "Tell him you're tell him you're Muslim." Like that's one of the boxes you can check to get the crowd fired up. And here's the problem. You know why she's doing it is because the Democrats have signed on to the hyphenated American view, where you pool together hyphenated Americans, African Americans gay Americans, all these hyphens, and you somehow think that's going to add up to what the people need. And here's where they're wrong. More and more, I mean, look, more and more African Americans, Hispanic Americans are saying, hey, this is the right direction for jobs in the future. I was, I was over on the Capitol Hill, and I came out of a meeting uh, in my office, and I ran, I, I ran into my friend Tex and said, I'm in town. I said, where were you? He said, I was the Department of Energy. He's an African American leader from Richmond. In Virginia, and he said, "I was asked up here because we're trying to find community college jobs for these community college schools where he's from." And and my point my point in this is that more and more people in this country are looking at what's happening and saying it's good for everybody. And the Pelosi's of the world are stuck in a rut where they have to appeal to these hyphenated Americans, and it's just such a turnoff. It's re- it's actually anti-American and it's actually racist it, to, to think of people only in those categories is so demeaning and right, I think right. more and more Americans feel that in their gut as well as see it in in what the uh, you know the leadership of the different parties are well I think that they, it is about identity politics that is part of the play the the strategy the culture Marxist a, a, a movement to tear us apart by dividing us up into groups and telling each of the different identity groups, you're a victim, you're a victim of America, you're a victim of Republicans, you're a victim of conservatives, you're a victim of of big pharma, you're a victim of big corporations. Right. But right. I also think right. it's part of another uh, movement that is in addition to, but still somewhat separate. And it's the, the movement of multiculturalism. And when I yeah. heard today, Nancy Pelosi's response to Trump with those tweets was was about um, uh, she ended it with diversity is our strength. Our Republican mayor here in San Diego today used the same phrase. Diversity is our strength. Both parties and both uh, the establishment government here is pushing the false narrative of multiculturalism. We are not diversity is not our strength. Strength comes from unity. Strength does not come from you don't have a fence where you where you've got part this little tinky thing here or, or a chain link fence to where some of the links are two inches, some are four, some are plastic, mm-hmm. some are this. I got my got my unofficial godson is at Annapolis. What do they do when you go into the military? They shave your head, everybody eats the same thing, gets up at the same <laughs> schedule, wears the same clothes. Uh, they tear you down. You become part of a unit. You, strength is in unity. They they and they know that they the liberals always flip it. If they say liberalism is is where liberty goes to die, progressivism is really just a regression back to communism. Diversity is is. Um, the new buzzword, but it's about diversity is about tearing us apart. It's not about rebuilding anything. Multiculturalism is what has destroyed Europe, and it will destroy us here. There is value in, in the American culture. You want to ass- immigrate exactly. into this country, that's you that's, should yeah. assimilate. That's what I was going to say. I thought I was going to say when you talked about the unity, I was going to say 
The American, the, the thing in America that was, it's always been a challenge. We've always had immigration, that's true. But the challenge has always been the assimilation, the challenge to the newcomers was to assimilate to the American system, the American ideals, the American values, which was the Constitution and the founding documents, which relied on God and a Judeo-Christian set of ethics. And people always came here for that and then assimilated. And this generation, the last 40, 50 years, by mass migration, and frankly, as I thought you were going to say this, by this Islam, the the trick of Islam, where we're supposed to say Islam is compatible with all these things. It's it's largely not. I'm not willing to say it's never. No Muslim can be compatible because maybe that's not fair. But it certainly feels like this this system that we're seeing people say, hey, this multi they're not saying multicultural. We look 100 years ago, we had the Irish, Italians, all these people come and they were it was true. They came from diverse backgrounds, but they assimilated to one culture, the American culture. What they're actually saying is ditch the culture, in which case we become just a mass of, of, of mess that's not as good as it was before and won't be what America's special, what makes America special. So you're exactly exactly right. Yeah, and and the reason, and that's why she wanted to tell him that, because what the Democrats have done is have partnered with a culture that cannot assimilate. They would, you've got, there is nothing compatible between Sharia and the U.S. Constitution. And that is the, there are two forms of jihad that we face here. One is through the sword and one is through creeping Sharia. And it is absolutely not compatible with the American culture, with the U.S. Constitution and our rule of law. What it is compatible with is Marxism, and that's why the Democrats are partnering with them. It has destroyed Europe, and we need to. We need, but we're not being allowed to, to discuss it because you see, when when Trump tweets out uh, about a policy disagreement with Ilhan Omar, which is really what his tweets were about. Oh, you're racist. You're xenophobic. You're this. You're that. And you know, right. it's like it's like Rush said. I got to leave it here. They killed three thousand of us on nine eleven, and we've been apologizing ever since. That's <laughs> true. No, yeah. you're right. I I think that's the I think that's the heart of the problem. I really agree yeah, with you, Andrew. I'm glad right. you talked about it. Well, everybody, tune in. Andrew's Andrew's going to be on my show in a few hours, so come on back nine to ten here on the answer. Thanks right. for having me on, Andrew. Thanks for being here, Ed. All right, now we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the discussion of immigration because President Trump made some more news today with the new asylum laws. We got to talk about that coming back. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AB Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AB Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at abariasco.com. 
FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Your life is an important one. Here at The Answer San Diego, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you a perspective about the world that's truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message and share your story with us. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Do you work with an investment advisor or do you work with a broker? Well, investment advisors are bound to a fiduciary standard that was established as part of the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. The act is pretty specific, and it tells us what a fiduciary is. And basically, it means that an advisor must place the interests of the client first. It consists of a duty of loyalty and care, and it simply means that the advisor must always act in the best interest of his or her client. It also means that an advisor must do his best to make sure that the investment advice that is given is using accurate and complete information. So friends, do you work with a registered investment advisor that has a fiduciary standard or do you work with a broker that's earning commissions? If you'd like to talk about it, make sure you give me a call for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN. 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. 800-727-PLAN. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. FM 96.1 and AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking to Ed Martin about Nancy Pelosi's hot mic moment and what that meant and multiculturalism. I haven't found anybody yet who could explain to me and justify to me that diversity is our strength. Reading a couple comments here from uh, Facebook, the Facebook post, because we do broadcast on Facebook Live every night before I go to my next guest. Uh, C.V. Burton says, I thought America was supposed to be a melting pot. Yeah, but what does that mean? You immigrate into this country, then you melt into you melt down together, right? And you melt. And, and I'm hoping that that's what my, um, my fellow friend um, 
and fellow brother, C.V. Burton means, is that we're supposed to be a melting pot. We're supposed to melt down and become into the American culture, and that's not happening. We've got people just flooding in here from all different ways, from the southern border, part of the refugee programs, these visa programs just coming here. And I think at a detention center or somewhere over the weekend, they took down the U.S. flag and put up a Mexican flag. There's no assimilation going on here. It's part of the problem. President Trump correctly discussed this when he was running in 2016. He said, it's not just a national security problem. It's a cultural problem. And we've got too many. And it's all about taking advantage of us. And one of the ways in which the immigrants, illegals, are taking advantage of us is through the asylum program. Asylum is supposed to be, you can flee the shark-infested waters out of Cuba and can reach U.S. soil. You get asylum when you get here. Now it's, oh, gee, I don't like my job at the Papa John's down in, you know, Honduras. Let me in. So President Trump made some news today on that front. And here to discuss is Mark Meckler. He's president of Citizens for Self-Governance and the Convention of States Project. He's a grassroots activist, David Caller, opinion editor, and San Diego State University grad. And he joins me now. Hi, Mark. Welcome back to the show. Hey, great to be with you. Okay, so um, what did the DHS and DOJ announce today with Bill Barr, and do you think it's going to stick? Well, so the DHS, DOJ, uh, Bill Barr announced today that there is a new uh, interpretation of the asylum regulations in place. And this new interpretation of these regulations says that if somebody passes through a third country before they come to the U.S., from their country of origin, that they essentially lose their ability to claim asylum in the U.S. And they lose that because what the asylum laws are meant to do is to protect people very specifically who are under threat of persecution. Mm -hmm. And so once they leave their own country and they're in a third country, presumably, and I think this is a very reasonable assumption, they are no longer under the same threat of persecution from which they fled. That would prevent people from South America, which is our big problem, from flooding across our southern border. So that's the new regulation. Well, it makes sense because if you're so if you're leaving with your hair on fire because you're being chased, you're going to run to the nearest, you know, safe space uh, that's a US embassy and seek asylum there. That that's only common sense. Um, but there's nothing related to common sense when it comes to the Democrats as well as the Republican establishment like Paul Ryan that are on board with with open borders. As of right now, we should have had this weekend over a million this past weekend, over a million deported because over a million illegals in this country that we know of where they are have firm deportation orders, and we don't have the will in this country to get them out of here. Do we even have borders at this point? Well, I think, uh, you know, very limited on a very limited basis. We have borders. Look, you know, this is a weird thing for me to say, but I'm going to point to CNN and I'm going to agree with Fareed Zachary, the CNN anchor. Yeah, believe it or not, what he said is, though it pains him to admit it, President Trump is correct. The U.S. finds itself in a crisis with the asylum system and the number of arrivals. And what he said is the rules are vague, lax, and they're being gamed, Mm -hmm. that it was initially intended for a small number of people in the most extreme circumstances, not as a process of immigration itself. And he said these rules need to be substantially tightened. So, you know, it is common sense. And when you have a guy like Fareed Zakaria, absolute radical leftist, saying asylum's out of control, southern border's out of control, we need to do something about it, he, look, he said that the asylum seekers have suspiciously similar stories and employ identical phrases. And he said there are the roots of, of this crisis. The roots of this crisis are these vague asylum laws. We need to tighten them down. This is somebody on the radical left saying this. 
you know we're coming to a common sense moment in America. Well, when are we going to get them to get on board with deportations? Because we we not only need to stop them from coming in. I'm tired of hearing that same old, oh, we got 11 million illegals here in this country. We need to bring them out of the shadows. That I've been hearing that 11 million number, you know, since, you know, I was, you know, getting weaned off of Pop-Tarts, you know, as a kid. I mean, we got 30 million probably illegals in this country because not just the ones who came here, but the, you know, chain migration with the families. We, we've got millions and millions of this country. And you, and, and you know what? They don't deserve to be here if they're here illegally. Yeah, look, I'm going to add something, uh, maybe a different nuance to that. I'm very concerned about illegal immigration. I do agree with you on all of that. But I think it's even more fundamental than that because this goes to the issue of rule of law. And you cannot have a civil society without rule of law. Right. And when we have a government that is unable to enforce its own immigration laws, when you have a government that chooses not to, you know, under the Obama administration, they just chose not to enforce these immigration laws. When you have courts preventing you from enforcing immigration laws, when you have sanctuary cities working against our immigration system, against the laws of our immigration system, you start to have a society that's no longer based on rule of law. That's a very dangerous place for our republic to be. Well, yeah, we've got a lack of rule of law when we look at the Antifa terrorism going on in the, in, in the streets. Uh, we've got a lack of rule of law when we have two sets of laws, one for the elected officials and the elites and one for us little peasants. You know, we nobody can explain to me why Andrew McCabe is still walking around and hasn't had charges pressed against him, why he hasn't been indicted. I mean, they got Manafort, Flynn, Stone. Uh, what's his name with the taxi medallions, the, the weird uh, Cohen guy? All those people uh, investigated, it, it, prosecuted, and thrown in the slammer, and McCabe is still walking around. Yeah, look, and the reason that McCabe is still walking around and others like him is because right now we have a complete and, and thorough two-tier justice system in the United States of America. There's one tier of justice for the rich, wealthy, powerful, and connected, and a second tier of justice for the rest of us. If we had done, you or I had done anything near what Andrew McCabe had done, or frankly, Hillary Clinton, or any of her cronies have done, we would be in jail. And in fact, you know, I want to make this very personal. My son just came out of a four-year stint in the Marine Corps, and we can point to folks in the armed services that are actually serving jail time. They're rotting in a brig somewhere, a military prison, because they did things that were less damaging to national security than Hillary Clinton. But it's a two-tier justice system, and the men and women that serve in uniform are under much more severe threat than Hillary Clinton was. It's a fundamental problem with rule of law in America. And frankly, if we don't fix it, there will be no America. And there won't be because part of the part of the bastardization, if, if I can use that word, of the rule of law in this com- country has evolved with the Democrats, with the help of the Republicans, moving so much of the power away from uh, the executive branch, even away from the legislative branch, and putting it over into the Department of Justice. And we see that playing out in our courts, but we also see that playing out with all these nameless, faceless, deep state bureaucrats behind the scenes like Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and Comey and Bruce Orr and all these people that are literally controlling the Department of Justice. Sidney Powell wrote the book about it, Department, you know, a license to lie about that. And it really, I think, only scratched the surface as to the corruption going on at the, at the Department of Justice and at the FBI. And we just we still don't have any movement. And what I would like to see from Bill Barr is, you know, um, there's another show. I don't want to talk about it every day. Oh, we got breaking news on the deep state, breaking news here. And, and I don't like that. And let me tell you why, because there's not breaking news every day. We might have additional text messages from Peter Strzok and Lisa Page showing the bias. But, you know, to say that, 
gives an excuse for us to continue with these endless investigations. People need to, for me to ever have any further confidence again in the justice system and therefore the rule of law and our government because we're based on the U.S. Constitution our system is based on the rule of law. I got to see some people doing some perp walks, and nobody's done it yet. I agree with you completely. And I'll be honest with you, as somebody who's involved in political warfare every day now, you know, I'm out there leading a grassroots movement. I'm in the media like you're in the media. I have absolutely no faith in our justice system anymore. And frankly, it's from top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't mean this by, look, I grew up in a law enforcement family. I love the police doesn't mean there aren't bad police. It means that most police are good. And I'm going to say that about prosecutors generally, too. It's just that we do have an absolutely two-tier justice system. And even what I would describe as good, honest prosecutors get cowed by the rich and powerful, mm-hmm. and the rich and powerful exert their influence and their authority. And what I understand in America today, and it pains me greatly to say this, I am not safe. You are not safe. If you become somebody's political enemy and they are rich and powerful, they will use the power of the state or the federal government against you, and they will get away with doing it today, and that's a really a big problem. It's a huge problem because it gets us on track to being Venezuela. It gets us on track to being Cuba because that's what third-world dictatorships do. They use the government and the power of the state and, and weaponize the, the government against the people. And the, the Democrats, who seem to be happy to see the deep state uh, weaponized FBI and DOJ to go after Trump and all of uh, his people politically don't seem to understand that they eventually will be caught up in, in, this, in the same net. So I wish we had more time. Mark Meckler, thank you for being here. And God bless your son. I'm the daughter of two Marines. It's my favorite branch. I love it. And uh, I tell your son we appreciate his service. Will do. God bless. Thanks all a lot, right, Thank you. All right, we're going to take a skinny little break. We come back. We got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Talk about an assault on our rule of law and U.S. Constitution. Guess what San Diego did today? And don't think it ain't got anything to do with you. We're going to talk about it. We come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. There might be danger lurking inside your electrical panel, and you might not even know it. Hi, I'm Romo, field manager at ER Electric. In the last 20 years of working in the field, I've met many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards that exist in their electrical system. A simple electrical panel inspection tune-up can be the solution to save you a lot of trouble, inconvenience, and money. 
Don't risk putting your family and house in danger. If you're experiencing flickering or dimming lights, partial power, or high electrical bills, you could have an outdated electrical system. ER Electric is offering you a free electrical panel tune-up inspection when you call us at 858-877-8229. Call us now and schedule your appointment, and I will personally take your call. 858-877-8229. At ER Electric, we put the safety of your family and home ahead of profits. Call now, 858-877-8229, or visit erelectricsd.com. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks drift narrowly all day and end fractionally up in new high ground. Third day in a row. Wall Street's digesting that run to the record levels on Friday. Boeing down 372, however, took 24 points off the Dow, as some now see the 737 MAX not flying before 2020. And China talks dragging on, but... Their economic growth falls to a record 27-year low. So there's real pressure there and to get something done. And the tariffs, well, they're working. Bank stocks week after the city kicks off an earnings season with an unimpressive beat. Broadcom up 1%, Symantec down 11%, arbitrage unwind as their merger talks collapse over price. Facebook faces a $5 billion fine over privacy issues, and the big three automakers open labor talks on today. And the, uh, Johnson & Johnson, after the bell, in a cloud of talcum powder. Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to Andrea K. Show. I'm glad to have you guys with me tonight. I'm just laughing at some of the comments on Facebook Live. Got to give a shout out to my girl Sharon, who's watching from NOLA. Girl, you dry down there. Glad to see that you're watching tonight and you're all hooked up. You know, it was not near as bad as we thought it was going to be this weekend, by the way. So, uh, yeah, we might have dodged a bullet. That didn't mean the people, you know, it, it... we don't like storms, okay? There was some flooding. It was an inconvenience. People, there was some property damage. But, you know, going into the storm, it looked like it was just going to be absolutely horrendous with a 20-foot storm surge. So um, by comparison from what they, it, the expectations, it, we were relieved this weekend. So glad to have that. All right, so in local news, they, is, they make no mistake about it. It does not matter that it says in the U.S. Constitution, our Second Amendment, that our, our rights to bear arms are not to be infringed upon. Doesn't matter. The left is spending all day every day, in every which way, looking to find a way to infringe. 
And guess how uh, the San Diego City Council, DG Carrot Sticks, guess how they, they uh, managed to find a way to infringe upon gun rights today? Uh, the No more gun shows. No, uh, no, they already did that one. Uh, now the state of California has pa- uh, passed the law that went into effect July 1 that uh, there's going, you have to have a background check just to buy ammo. Now the San Diego City Council voted 6-2 to two in favor of an ordinance requiring gun owners to store guns in a locked container or disable them with a trigger lock when not in use or on their person. This ordinance requires that they be... Um, I don't see it here. I read it another in another article that the the where they're stored, the locked container has to be approved. So DJ Carrot Sticks, maybe before we go, if you can see if they're if they're supposed to come, how are, how are they going to enforce that? I I thought I had read in another article that the containers had to be pre-approved, but I don't know if that means you have to buy them from the city or if the city is supposed to come out and do an inspection. I mean, that's what makes me really, uh, you know, even if you could buy into the notion that, okay, we need to make sure that the guns don't get into the wrong hands and that guns get stolen, as was the case with Sandy Hook or as with the case actually in San Bernardino. Uh, talk about seriously infringing on people. I should have the right to have my gun under my bed so if somebody tries to come in on me, I can reach it and protect myself. Who's got the time when you've got an intruder breaking through your door to run over and get into your safe? The, I, I, it's in your home. These are your guns, your weapons. You ought to be able to. This not only infringes upon your rights as a gun owner. It infringes upon your ability to defend yourself. And I know because I was alone one Thanksgiving weekend and had a dude trying to come through the front door at me. And, and I felt fortunate that I had... Because people don't keep their gun safe. If you have a gun safe, people don't keep it right under your bed. And I had my shotgun handy. And I was able to whip it out. And I was able to, in a moment's notice, go get it and go show it to him through the window. And you know what? He turned tail and left. So it worked for me. But whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter what somebody else's excuse is. This is the left doing everything that they can and coming up with ways to infringe upon our rights. DJ Carrot Sticks, were you able to, to find anything there? Not on the on the box, but it does say the company Trigger Lock needs to be approved by the State Department of Justice Bureau of Firearms. Right. See, I read that before, but they can't tell us how that's supposed to be approved. What's the approval process? They probably will only approve certain brands or something. They'll get like a seal of approval or something. So, so if somebody has your gun, you have guns right now, and you're in your home. They've been registered, so the government knows you have them. So, how are they going to enforce this? They going to come do home inspections? That's what's next, right? Did you care, Stace? Yeah. Because how else are they going to enforce it? How else are they going to know that you're, you're complying? Well, ask so, on the census. Are you using a gun lock? Well. <laughs> Remember, that was another part of Obamacare where they were going to start asking, they were going to have doctors as part of the regulations asking people if you have you have a gun in your home. You know, that's one thing, it, you know, where every aspect of our life with these liberals, they want to be able to control it. Who's going to start being honest if you're a returning military person? They wanted, in any one of the aspects they were going to for our guns was they were going to have any military member who was suffering from PTSD, PTSD have their ability to carry or, or own a weapon infringed upon. Obamacare was going to have the regulation where doctors were going to be asking us, if, if, if don't tell your doctor. Who's going to want to tell their doctor if they believe in the Second Amendment, the right to defend themselves? You're going through an occasional period of depression. Who's going to want to admit it to a doctor? 
Because then the doctor is supposed to report it. It's one thing for a doctor to, to report a, a, a gunshot wound or an injury in the trauma center, of course. So uh, this is this is really concerning to me. And this should concern every American. Even if you don't believe that you don't want to own a gun or don't believe, you know, that guns are necessary to have in the home, this is not about guns. This is about the government. It is about guns because they want to be able to take all the guns away from us. I mean, here in San Diego, a former police chief said, we can take all the guns out of, out of our country in 10 years if we put our minds to it. We're going to be right back here tomorrow night to talk about all the topics, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.